I would submit to you these days that we are living in right now are some of the most amazing times that we could ever imagine as far as this generation living here and now on planet Earth. Now just think about it for a minute. In 1948, Israel was reestablished in their homeland. That alone is historic and prophetic, along with some of the other happenings that are taking place, such as this new world order gathering of religious leaders around the world having meetings to change the Ten Commandments. Now, the preparations for animal sacrifices are being started. All of that going along with the vicious acts of abortion. Now, there has never been a generation to experience what we are now witnessing since 1948 as the day of the Lord approaches. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to the program, Fill the Lamp. We exist to help the body of Jesus Christ grow and mature, as the day of the Lord is coming soon. We are in the study of Paul's letter to the church at Colossae, where these Colossians are being invaded by Jewish heretics and angel worshipers. Now, last week we wrapped it up in Colossians 3 with Paul in verse 15, where he said, Let the peace of Christ have power over your hearts. You were chosen as a part of his body. Always be thankful. So let's pick it up today with Colossians 3, verses 16 and 17. Verse 16, Paul says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Verse 17, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now let's look at that verse 16 where Paul says, let the word of Christ. Well, this is the Holy Spirit inspired Scripture, the word of revelation he brought onto the world, dwell in you richly. Now, dwell means to live in or to be at home. And richly may be more fully concentrated as abundantly or extravagantly, extravagantly rich. Now, what Paul is teaching to these Colossians is that Scripture 
should saturate every aspect of the believer's life and control every thought, word, and deed. Look what uh, David writes in Psalm 19, verse 11. David, he tells the Lord, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And look what 2 Timothy chapter 2.15 says. It says, Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God as a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, you see, this concept that Paul is educating us, as well as the Colossians, with, is parallel to being filled with the Holy Spirit, as in Ephesians 5, verse 18. Let's look at that. Since the results of each are the same, verse 18, Paul says, Don't drink wine excessively. The drunken path is a reckless path. It leads nowhere. Instead, let God fill you, here it is, with the Holy Spirit. My friends, the Holy Spirit empowers us and motivates us as these two realities are really one in accord whereas the Holy Spirit fills the life that is controlled by His, God's, Word, when His Word richly dwells in us. Now, this emphasizes that the filling of the Spirit is not some ecstatic or emotional experience, but a steady controlling of the life of obedience to the truth of God's Word. Now, the Holy Spirit must, get this, the Holy Spirit must dwell in us as to always be ready for everything in life, as to have its proper influence and guidance. Now, we must be closely acquainted with the Holy Spirit, and to know Him for our good. Here it is again. The Holy Spirit must dwell in us richly, Paul says. Not only keeping house in our hearts, but keeping a good house. Now many have the Word of Christ dwelling in them, but it dwells in them scantily or poor. It has no mighty force and influence upon them. But the soul prospers when the Word of God dwells in us abundantly or richly, when we have a treasure of it in us and are full of the Scriptures and the grace of God, of Christ Jesus. Look what Jesus talks about in Matthew 5. Verse 6, he said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. 
Here it is. They will be filled. You see, we know that salt draws out the good flavors delicately hidden in our food and preserves what we would otherwise spoil, as do those who claim to be children of God. What Matthew 5.13 says, You, beloved, are the salt of the earth. But if salt becomes bland and loses its saltiness, can anything make it salty again? No. It is useless. It is tossed out, thrown away, or trampled. Now this is what Jesus was speaking. But Paul goes on in Colossians 3.17 to say, Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, and whatever be done in the name of the Master, Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. Now, folks, I have to admit that losing focus on the details of importance in life is the biggest obstacle for me regarding peace. But with that said, the alarm in my mind and heart goes off pointing towards the door of communion with the Lord, which is the only escape to the peace and thanksgiving I need. You see, I need communion with God. You need communion with God. And that is talking with him daily. So Colossians 3.17, again, it says, Let every detail in your lives, in your words, in your actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master Jesus. Let's not forget that, folks, this is, this is so important. Let's not forget that as Paul was writing this letter to the Colossians, he was waiting to be beheaded in a Roman prison. He didn't lose sight, but was focused on the details as to be God's vessel for what not only the Colossians benefit, here it is, but ours, our benefit as well in 2022. A lot of information here, my brothers and sisters. Let's pray. Father God, we just come humbly to you today. I just lift up each and every one of my listeners, wherever they might be in this world. Lord Jesus, we just come wanting more of you, Lord. Lord, I pray that the word, the word of God, the word of Christ dwell in my listeners around the world. Lord, we need your word. We need it richly. We need your wisdom. We need you, Father God. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need, we need you in our lives. Father God, we pray and I pray 
that your word would just saturate us. Father God, and that your word would control every thought and deed that we speak or that we do. And Father God, I just pray this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. My friends, it's always good to be with you. And I'd love to hear from you. And you can email me at fillthelamp, all one word, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. So until next time, I'm Neil Parks.